Welcome to A Year in the Bible with Pastor Doyle Jackson. Day 104, 2 Samuel, chapter 7, 8, 9, and 10. The best decision is the godly one. Day 104. Okay, so today we're covering four chapters. They are short, but they have a thread if you look closely. How do I make the best decisions? I know it's easy to say, I I know what to do, or I know what I want to do. The questions I have, and David had, was, what does God say? Maybe today's reading will teach you and me some principles for making the best decision in a world of ungodliness. Chapter 7, with David having a conversation with Nathan, the, the prophet of God, David wants to honor God by building something to house the ark of God. Listen to what Nathan says to him. Nathan replied to the king, Whatever you have in mind, go ahead and do it, for the Lord is with you. What? Hold on. Wasn't that what Israel did during the judges? They did what was right in their own eyes, and they kept ending up in the ditch? Keep reading, because God tells Nathan, Go back to David. Could you do that? Could you go back to a friend and say, you know that advice I gave you yesterday? I have a better idea. I think the quicker you go back, the easier it is, probably. Remember, David has killed lots of people. He was a warrior king, and Nathan was not afraid to speak up. And David takes the news well and spends a significant time in prayer. Verse 18. Then King David went in and sat before the Lord, and he said, When was the last time you sat before the Lord over a decision? See, if you want to make godly decisions, number one, you have to have godly mentors and advisors who can speak freely. Number two, you have to realize God can say no to your plan. Take it in stride if he does. Number three, spend time with God one-on-one, reviewing his word and his promises. And number four, follow through on his direction. See, David says, God, you are sovereign. That's what we want to do. In chapter 8, it's a list of David's victories. Remember, his pattern was to ask God for direction before battle. Don't assume that he didn't do that here. At the end of the chapter, he shows us David decided wisely to establish leaders for his teams. You can't do everything for the kingdom to grow if you try to do it all yourself. In chapter 9, David honors his word and covenant with Jonathan and the house of Saul. He cares for Mephibosheth. Verse 13, And Mephibosheth lived in Jerusalem because he always ate at the king's table. He was lame in both feet. See, David decided to let a potential enemy live and eat at his table. Could you? Chapter 10, David thinks he has peace with his neighbors. After all, this is Ruth's side of the river, but no. David ends up having to deal with an angry neighbor. He also ends up with greater landmass. Good decision. He's following God. Let's pray. Lord, is there something I need to consult about today with you? Don't let me miss it. 
Teach me to seek you first. In Jesus' name, amen. This is interesting reading. I hope you're enjoying it. Hey, if you're church this weekend, come say hello. 